I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Steinbeck Online Daily News for Thursday, May 13th. Coming up, we'll hear from an emotional and grateful car crash survivor and sports news from the Steinbeck Pistons and minor baseball and an update from the fires raging here in southeastern Manitoba. Let's begin with this. Crews have begun preparing for a major underground infrastructure renewal project along Brand Street in Steinbeck. According to the city's head engineer, Kyle Shimko, during construction, both southbound lanes will be closed to traffic. To facilitate this shift, southbound traffic will be diverted onto the northbound lanes, which will have two-way traffic during construction. Shimko says the contractor, Maple Leaf Construction, is currently doing the necessary work to prepare for this traffic diversion. He says on May 24th, they will begin temporary water service hookups to make sure residents continue to get treated water throughout the construction. The official construction of the water main renewal is scheduled to begin in the first week of June. And Council for the Arm of Richard is hoping to hold the line on taxes this year. With more, here's reporter Shannon Dewick. Council has given second reading to its 2021 financial plan. Here is Mayor Chris Ewan. It's uh, looking very positive for ratepayers, residents, business owners all throughout Richard. We're seeing a uh, mill rate staying the same as it was last year, 7.95. So that's a very positive note. Because this is a non-reassessment year, ratepayers would not see an increase in the municipal portion of their taxes. It is anticipated that third and final reading could be given by the end of May. Ewan says the 2021 financial plan has a number of capital projects, including improvements to Main Street in Ildeshane, completing the bolt launch in St. Agath, adding sidewalks in St. Adolph, and completing work on the community center in Grand Point. I'm Shannon Duick. And Manitobans are now legally entitled to paid time away from work to get vaccinated for COVID-19. The Tories introduced a bill on Tuesday proposing up to three hours of paid leave so workers in Manitoba can get vaccinated. It was passed unanimously in legislature and received royal assent yesterday. The bill also protects workers who are unable to work due to COVID-19 or have side effects from the vaccine. And now to today's COVID-19 case count numbers. As public health officials have confirmed, there are 560 new cases of the virus in our province. Of those, 30 are in the Southern Health region. As well, three more Manitobans with COVID-19 have died. None of these deaths are within the Southern Health region. Meanwhile, individuals aged 18 and older are now eligible to be immunized at a super site or pop-up clinic. And firefighters continue to battle a blaze near Falcon Lake. The fire is around Tonita in the South White Shell. As of yesterday afternoon, the Manitoba Wildfire Service stated that the fire is approximately 30 to 40 hectares in size. At that time, the Southeast White Shell Fire Department, four wildfire service crews, as well as water bombers from Manitoba and Ontario, were working the area. Then this morning, just after 6 a.m., the White Shell Cottagers Association posted that Manitoba Parks noted the previous evening was busy, but that things went well. The Manitoba Wildfire Services is asking the public to avoid the South White Shell, specifically around Tanita at this time. As of Wednesday evening, Manitoba Parks confirmed that no cottages had been lost. However, residences along Star Lake have been asked to prepare for evacuation. And meanwhile, in the arm of Piney, they're reporting little to no change in the situation involving the wildland fire near the community of Sandylands. A state of local emergency remains in effect and council has issued a complete burn ban. The wildland fire remains uncontained and active. The RM says current weather conditions are not favorable, noting there is little moisture 
moisture in the forecast with potential for isolated thunderstorms. To date, no structures have been lost. The size of the fire remains unchanged. Approximately 2,000 hectares have burned. The Sandylands Main Market Road remains closed and may open in the next couple of days if crews continue to make progress on extinguishing the fire. The communities of Sandylands, Woodridge and St. Lobb are not at risk. Travel to properties in these communities is still permitted. And Stumbeck Fire Chief Cal Taves is asking residents to hold off using their fire pits. The dry conditions, in addition to the fires in the South White Shell Provincial Park and the Arm of Piney, have resulted in this announcement. It's very dry out there, and we got fires all around us. We don't have a fire ban, but we're urging people not to have backyard fires until we get a little bit of rain. Dave says that it doesn't take much of a spark for grass to start on fire and quickly get out of control. Most grass fires we go to that have been started by a fire pit or a burn barrel, the owners who have lit the fire are always surprised at how quickly it it got out of hand. So it can get out of hand very quickly, and the best defense is not to have a fire at all. The Steinbeck Fire Department is urging residents to use extreme caution in keeping our community safe. And Manitoba Conservation and Climate advises that, with the fire risk being high to extreme high across much of the province, additional fire and travel restrictions and an immediate ban on campfires are being implemented to ensure the safety of Manitobans and the prevention of new fire starts. There are drought conditions across much of southern Manitoba, which can allow wildfires to spread out of control quickly and challenge the ability to fight multiple fires at the same time. Human-caused fires are preventable and put people and communities unnecessarily at risk. A fire ban is now in place in southeastern Manitoba, which includes a section from PR 302 at the U.S. border, north to Highway 12 and along the eastern shore of Lake Winnipeg to Poplar River, and all the way east to the Ontario border. A level 2 travel restriction includes the following. Motorized backcountry travel, including ATVs and all off-road vehicles, is prohibited. Camping is restricted to developed campgrounds. Campfires are prohibited. Wayside parks remain open. Landing and launching is restricted to developed shorelines only. And industry and outfitters should contact local conservation and climate officers for more information. For more details, head to the news page at stabacconline.com. And in sports, fortunately for the Caroline Minor Baseball Association, outdoor practices are still allowed under the latest public health orders. Co-chair Louis Cote says heading into last Friday's big announcement, he didn't have much hope. Speaking with other people in our executive, we, we were hoping to at least be able to continue to train. My big fears was it would be like in the fall when all sports basically just got shut down and they couldn't practice, couldn't play. So um, I was actually pleasantly surprised with the announcement. They made sports still available for kids. For us as a baseball community, we're, we were very happy with the news. Cote says things are a little more difficult now that they can only have groups of five, but they're finding ways to make it work. He notes they are looking forward to June and are hopeful things can ramp up towards full games. And while many may be excited that the Winnipeg Jets are in the NHL playoffs, local hockey fans and the Pistons organization have another reason to celebrate. The head coach and general manager of the Pistons has signed a contract extension, which will keep him behind the bench until the end of the 2025-26 season. Paul Dick says the outpouring of support has meant a lot. Well, it's humbling, you know, uh, to have uh, support of my peers and, you know, develop some good friendships through the game and uh, really, really thankful for that. So, uh, you know, that, that feels good. Every time you read one of those messages, and people are grateful that you're back. Um, it brings a smile to your face. 
warms up the heart. Along with coaching, Dick says he really enjoys building the team as the general manager. I don't know if that ever grows old. It's a, it's a new challenge every year. and You know, I think uh, I'm a competitive individual, so, uh, you know, I want to win. And, uh, um, and I want our players to enjoy that success. I want them to come into a, a winning environment when they get here in the fall and they see, well, we've got a good group of players here. There's potential. Um, you know, I think that inspires everyone. It inspires the staff. Uh, we want to put a good product on the ice every year so our fans enjoy it and, and seek growth from our players. It doesn't necessarily guarantee a championship every year, but, um, you know, we want to be a team that um, – is in the mix for it certainly, but there's no doubt that is a that's a challenge. And uh, you know, during the pandemic, it's been more challenging. Dick thanks the community, the fans, the board of directors, and his family for the continued support, and is looking forward to get back to hockey come fall. And finally, an update from a car crash survivor. It was back on August 17th of 2020 that Brianna Seawald of Mitchell was severely hurt in a car crash. Seawald has been recovering for over nine months, but now to try and get back to some semblance of life prior to the accident, she needs spinal therapy, something the insurance company does not cover. The local community, however, has stepped up to donate. Seawald sends a special thank you to those who have supported her. First and foremost, I just would like to thank everyone. What you guys are doing is not just paying for spinal rehab. You're helping restore a life and the possibility to walk again and it's something that was so easy to take for granted before but this is my life and you guys are giving me a second chance and there will never be words big enough to thank you all and to tell you how much this means to Ryan and I and my family it is more than I could have ever asked for and I appreciate everything and everyone who even if you think that you can't donate everyone who shared this message and shared my GoFundMe you are still part of my story Thank you for being part of my journey. Thank you for being part of my recovery. It means more to me than you will ever know. While Seawald says she can never repay the community back for their generosity and kindness, she does hope to help by returning to her nursing career. I worked so hard to be a nurse, and I only got to be a nurse for 11 and a half months, and it was the best 11 and a half months of my life. There was definitely challenging times. Definitely there was, as any one of my fellow nurses know that. But the good days always outweigh the bad days, and I can't wait to get back. And I think that I can be a real, like, I can take my experience as a patient on the other side of the care and really use that to help emphasize with my patients now. Seawald adds that on Friday, Smitty's and Steinbeck will be donating 10% of the takeout orders towards her GoFundMe page. For details on these stories and more, including what happened to the individual who caused Brianna's accident, as well as a link to support Brianna, and photos and videos and interviews can all be found on the news page at SteinbeckOnline.com. I'm Addie Lowen.